One of the things that I think is really useful to understand is that when we're seeking, right? Like we're all seeking something, um, which is, you know, we, we come to our meditation practice and yoga practice and really everything that we do in our lives, you know, all the things that we buy, the things that we um, want, the things that we desire are all because we want to feel a certain way because we want, we're, we're really seeking like an internal experience. And the practice of meditation and yoga is a practice of recognizing that, that everything that we do in the external world is really um, because of an, an inner longing for an internal experience. So it's like what our, what our internal experience is. So like, for example, like, you know, we do like drugs and drink alcohol and, you know, eat certain foods and um, do certain things, go on certain vacations or whatever it is that we're doing in our lives because we want to feel a certain way. And what often happens, you know, if you think about like addictions, um, addictions start because we're seeking an internal experience and then this kind of external thing initially gives us that experience and then over time we all know what happens is that um, you know the addiction kind of takes over and then we lose our sense of sovereignty our ability to make conscious choices with our time and our energy and when that happens the way that we can come back to our own center to our own ability to make our own choices and to our freedom is to recognize that what we're seeking is not the thing itself it's actually an internal experience yoga and meditation teach us how to do um, what i like to call like an internal pivot and to recognize that it's not the external world that gives us what we're looking for. It's actually inside of us. And all we need to do is look at the situation from a different angle, from a different perspective. One of the perspectives that I work with, um, that I've been working with for a very long time, um, that has been extremely valuable for me is the mythical perspective of life. So with a mythical perspective, and this includes like all the stories and the myths and the, the tales that have been told since the beginning of time. You know, like uh, in the yoga tradition, we have the Bhagavad Gita, which is a, is a mythical story, which gives us truth inside of the lie that is being told, right? So you can kind of look at it that way, that like a myth is kind of a lie that we tell ourselves in order to understand a deeper truth, a bigger truth. Um, you know, so this is like, you know, all the gods and goddesses from the Greek myths and, um, you know, even like Snow, Snow White is kind of like a mythical story, you know? And so you can kind of what what these stories do is they teach us about universal truth um, and they give us this kind of like wider perspective of ourselves and they help us to see ourselves from lots of different angles and they kind of 
flip our perspective. And every time we let that happen, we recognize how simple it is, how easy it can happen, how quickly we can do it with ourselves. That we can see ourselves in one way for a long time and then immediately we hear a new story and we're like, oh my goodness, like now I see myself from this completely other perspective. And so it's that sense of recognizing that the internal pivot can happen and we can make it more conscious. Um, and so having a mythical perspective of your life turns your dilemmas into adventures. It turns dead ends into doorways, right? Like obstacles become opportunities. And it opens you up to, to seeing like all the things that we can tend to think as mundane, like, you know, like washing your dishes and doing your laundry. And, um, you know, I'm thinking of myself, like taking my kids to soccer practice, <laughs> which I'm now doing every single day. <laughs> um, and it, it's like every single thing that seems mundane all of a sudden becomes like full of this kind of magical energy when you look at your life from a mythical lens. I also like to call it like eagle eye vision where it's like you you look, you you pull yourself out not that you're not not that you're ungrounding yourself. You stay completely in it, but you also kind of have this bigger view of things. And then you start to be able to see that you know, you get to choose like how you're going to look at things like is your life an adventure or is it just some kind of like heavy burden that you've been carrying around like a sack of bricks on your back um and and one of the reasons why we practice meditation on a regular basis it's really good to do it you know every day in my humble opinion um is to every single day Kind of shock ourselves out of that smaller view of ourselves and of the world. And so when we sit for our meditation, we start to develop a habit of consciously choosing like how we're going to look at things. And we start to get to know the way that our mind tends to make things smaller and um, it tends to delineate things. It tends to lump things together as well. And so we come to this meditation and we open ourselves up to that kind of bigger view of things. And then we watch how the mind is going to sort of do whatever it does. And we recognize that that's not the only thing going on, that there's this part of ourselves that is able to watch the mind think watch the heart feel and and we can kind of watch all of it from this bigger view and see that as much as there's all the kind of like small things going on there's also the big thing going on um so hopefully that makes sense to you <laughs> um so we're gonna sit together and i'm really happy you guys are all here and then at the end i'm gonna give us a little bit of a few minutes to um you know you can ask questions or share or whatever is going on for you and we can just say hi too. Um, okay, so get comfortable if you need to, um, whatever props that you need so that you can feel um, comfortable in your seat. 
do that. Make sure you're warm enough. And then close your eyes. And just take a few deeper breaths. Feel your hips and your legs on the ground. And feel your body in the room that you're in. Or you might be outside, feel yourself, you know, feel your surroundings. So you feel yourself in the physical space. You can hear any sounds around you. Just notice them and you'll see that your mind will label it and then just drop beneath that and just let the sound be sound, pure sound. Feel the air touching your skin. Feel the breath moving in and out of the nose. So you could say that your nose is like the bridge between your inner world and the outer world. And so you feel that exchange of energy. And then drop your awareness down into the body, to the inner body. And just notice how you're feeling. Notice if there's Maybe there's some tiredness, some restlessness. If there's agitation, or if you just feel at ease, just notice what you feel. Take a few deeper breaths and now let your inner body become more full and more bright. And so meditation for me is a sacred practice of 
getting to know myself and becoming more intimate with life. And it's a practice of taking responsibility for my own happiness, my own energy, my own mind and heart. And it's a practice of taking responsibility for my point of reference. Like how do I choose to look at life? Because how we choose to look at life is going to create what we see. So feel yourself here, your hips touching the ground, the earth holding you, and continue to stay in your body. <clears throat> and now I want you to send your awareness up over your head. And so as if you were like an eagle or some kind of bird. And so you're splitting your attention. So part of your attention is in your body sitting here and then the other part of your attention goes above your body. As if you're looking down on yourself. This part of you that is now above your body looking down is beginningless and endless. It is infinitely expansive. It is inherently good and beautiful and made of love. It has no ability to judge at all. It simply witnesses with loving eyes. And so feel yourself in both places at once. Continue to breathe. You can let your tailbone anchor down all the way to the center of the earth. And so with these loving, wide eyes, in this expansive wingspan. You are able to see yourself sitting here. Anchored in time and space, while at the same time, the part of you that is watching is timeless and spaceless. 
Now bring the part of you that is above your body, bring it back down into your body again. So your attention becomes one. And now just bring your attention back into the breath. Just watching the breath. So I want you to think about the restlessness in your life at this time. If there's any place in your life where you feel that kind of restless energy, you know, or there is a place maybe where you want something to happen or you want something to occur, or you feel dissatisfied in some way. And rather than seeing this situation as an obstacle, I want you to open yourself up and see it as a door, as a threshold. And it's calling to you from the other side of the threshold, it's calling to you to connect to a feeling in your body. And so you recognize that as much as you're seeking it, it is also seeking you. Connect to a feeling in your body, this feeling that is calling you from the other side of the doorway. Like when you finally get to this thing, you know you're gonna feel this way. And then bring that feeling into your body. As you breathe, let it infuse every tissue, every cell, every membrane. With this feeling, this quality. So continue to breathe and let your internal posture become illuminated with this internal feeling. And your outer posture is just lovingly resting on top of that.
Notice how you've changed your internal environment. It was just a simple little internal pivot. How maybe you felt a certain way at the beginning and now there's this another different feeling in your body. And nothing changed on the outside. you to listen to the sounds again if there's birds or whatever sounds you might be hearing around you. Let your ears be soft and open. Feel the air touching your skin. Feel your physical body sitting here, your seat on the ground or on your chair. Feel your body in the space. If there's furniture, notice the furniture just with your awareness and keep your eyes closed. See the light touching your eyelids. Smell the air. Bring your palms together in front of your heart and rub your hands together. And then gently place your hands over your eyes. And then softly open your eyes with your hands over your eyes. And then release your hands and just let your eyes be like just a little bit open. And I just want you to notice what you're seeing in the space in your home or if you're outside, you just see what you see. Kind of just take in the objects around you, the way your eyes perceiving them. And then come back to the group. And just notice how you're feeling. And welcome back. Not that we went anywhere, but we kind of did, right?